Welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com, where the discovery of self has put a show away. With a thousand plus archive shows and new shows coming to you every Tuesday, we bring you illuminating people from around the globe. Visit our store for their services and books and enjoy the show. Good morning, good noon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I'm Sarah Troy, and my guest, a repeat offender, is Sheras. It's actually a year ago that I had her on, sharing her I Am Woman program. And she celebrates women and lights and nights and shows who be and embrace their awesomeness. It is the era of women. Um, we take things, and we're showing people everything is hard, collaborative family, uh, coming together in solutions um, and in aid of each other. That's really what it's all about. She has this one network uh, for business clubs and online forums, and uh, she recognizes you know, how much we need to learn and to grow. And we do that when we're in a safe environment where we are supportive of each other. So I encourage you to go back to her show that she made to Cheryl Bowman. Uh, this year, we knew that she's going to need to master to stay in business. Um, we get very enthusiastic about what we want. We may take the programs and the tools and we're in business. But there's always this daily challenge in there. How to pay attention to the signs. Um, to know to grow when hold back. Uh, to know when, um, you know, what we need. Or we're just not moving at all and we don't know why. Let's look at what these uh, seven tips are going on in Chef's life in the last year and uh, what she anticipates happening the next year in her business. Thank you very much, Sarah, for inviting me back. It's a real pleasure. There are these uh, seven survival habits that people need to master. Yes, and you know, we are, you know, um, you know we, we are survivors um, and we're for us. We, um, but it is a kind of a, a game, really, isn't it, against the tide sometimes, where if we have the right tools and the right techniques, we can survive anything because that's what women do. We survive anything, don't we? We do, yes. <laughs> we're quite amazing. <laughs> So, why did you come about with the need of the um, seven points at the present moment, which we're going to get to? What did you see that was kind of uh, missing um, with people? I think when women set up in business, they almost set up in business from the wrong place. Sometimes it's because they have care needs, they can't juggle anymore. So they think, well, I'm just going to set up a business around caring for everyone else. Or they recognise they're unemployable, they don't want to work for anyone anymore. So those are on the back foot. They almost make do and mend with regards to how they then develop their business. They tend not to, as uh, their, you know, their counterparts would, to take this business very seriously and get the right investment to get them up and running. So they almost start off their business making excuses for what they can't do, won't do, or what their problems are they're not overcoming. Mm. So it's something they need have got the business account to look at, at what it needs. So they're yes. fulfilling their need rather than what the business needs. That's right. And they're coming from a space of confusion, planning, lack of investment. It's lack of, lack of, lack of because their priorities are just in a different place or in supporting different people. And of course, we're not, you know, talking corporate here. We're not saying put on the corporate hat and the business suit and that you've got to be all kind of official. But there's strategies that need to be in place, whether you are a solopreneur or whether you're a big corporate structure that have to build in order for any of to succeed. That's right. I think because they don't have confidence in themselves, they, you know, my, you know, survival strategy number one is to take yourself seriously and start listening to that still small voice inside you that uh, will talk to you and tell you when you're on the right path, what your purpose is, what your mission is, and being really clear to stay authentic to what this voice is telling you. Yeah, you know, I'm often saying is um, get out of the head. You know, that's the database. It's all the programming in there. Uh, you've got to invite the heart and the spirit into the conversation because your gut never lies to you. Your heart that's knows right. when it's the truth and the spirit knows when to get into action. And that's when that's you know right. your knowingness, what your mind needs to know when you need to know it. We don't pay attention to that small voice. Do we? we pay attention right. to the voice in the head saying, oh, you can't. Who do you think you are? But we don't, right. don't pay attention to that inner voice that's, that's saying, yes, you yeah. can. These are just episodes today. Yeah. And sometimes because women are, are spinning so many plates, they forget mm. they have to ground themselves and take themselves off to a special space or, you know, just walk around the back garden or, or 
or hug a tree or whatever you do. I love having a bath to sort of get back into my space. It's just to find yourself somewhere and start listening to what's really going on for you and start listening to what you already know that are solutions either to the problem or are offering you the vision of the way ahead. Yeah, if we're in the problem, we can't see the problem, can we? We need to step outside of it, um, go and find, as you say, that calm space, and then you can see things rationally. We tell our kids to do that, right? That's right. Go and take a moment, take some time out. Uh, And yet we don't seem to apply that to ourselves. And we have to do that because you can't address something while you're in the crisis mode. Because all you need is the crisis. You need to step out, take that breath, and now you're able to see it more clearly. And sometimes, you know, we need to recognize we don't want to die with our muse still inside us. We should dream dreams big enough to grow into and stay with that vision, that really compelling, exciting vision and listen to what we're being told by ourselves Mm -hmm. with regards to what our authentic purpose is and capture it and and just keep listening to guidance that we have out there that can take us on a fascinating journey. You know, it's it's like your number two, know your story and it's ending. Uh, You know, that's the voice you're talking about, isn't it? We've all got something that we wish, you know, we would love to do. Well, why didn't you do it? Well, I got married, I had kids or or this or that. Well, you know, no more excuses. You know, if that passion's still so much a flame inside of you, that's your story. That's what, you know, and it wants not necessarily an ending of a conclusion, but it wants to kind of get going. So like it it can be chapter after chapter in your book of life. And we can do this quite simply, uh, a technique that we work through with women in I Am Woman is to have women, We t- first of all, take them into almost like a semi-meditative state so they can just calm themselves down, start listening to themselves and get to that really safe, grounded place. And then we ask them to write a letter to themselves five years from now. What would they have liked to have accomplished five years from now and for them to write themselves a letter and that's a wonderful gift to give yourself to project yourself five years from now and list all the things you would have liked to have achieved yes and of course that five years is just a guideline it's just a a, a projection of where you would like to be Um, you know another great way of doing that is the old good old-fashioned collage Yes, uh, a vision know, board. Yeah, exactly. You know, kind of remember doing that when I was coming out of my divorce and uh, I found this great picture of a hand over a man's mouth. <laughs> that goes the husband. <laughs> Nothing to say about my life anymore. And kind of, you know, put things down of, of what I would really like to see in my life. And, um, you know, I haven't accomplished all of that. You know, there's still some stuff to do, but you don't want to accomplish it all in that five years because then what's yeah. next? You know, some of it is an ongoing journey. But if you don't paint the vision, you know, how does the universe know what to give you? How do you know seeds to plant, what to water, what to build in order to to accomplish this structure? So you've got to have the vision first. Mm. And sometimes it's having that, providing that space to yourself where you can think outside of your box Mm -hmm. and start building, even if you're just tearing up paper or picking up keywords or using post-it notes or or just sticking things you that remind you of, of those core goals you're looking for. I know one lady, she built her business uh, progressively over three years, doubling the turnover just by putting the numbers out in front of her of the numbers she wanted to achieve in her business. She was in a male-dominated sector. It was a new sector for her. Um, she hadn't worked in that sector before, and she just developed a process of doubling her profit year on year on year. And for three years running, she hit those targets purely because she kept focused on the numbers she wanted to achieve. Now, that's super powerful, yeah. super powerful. Yeah, and that could be anything that we want to achieve. But we've also got to be flexible. Because, you know, I may want to achieve this and then, you know, the journey takes you off to the left or off to the right and it's yeah. taking you where you yeah. need to go. You may still yeah. achieve that end goal or maybe that goal what you originally thought you wanted, but your path's taking you yeah. somewhere else, somewhere even better. So we've got to allow yeah. that flexibility in, in our dream, don't we? Not, we can't be dictatorial over it. Yeah. 
And I find when I'm working with women in Iron Woman, they want to work in a holistic way, in a flexible mm-hmm. way. And perhaps they see this vision today, but perhaps that vision was leading them to another vision yes. and then another vision. And women are very flexible and they will stretch and they recognize that um, things enter them on their path just to link them up with the next thing they have to do or the next person they need to meet. You know, it's very much a scenic route as opposed to direct lines yeah. anyway. Yeah, the highway, yeah. I mean, sometimes we also start something more investigative, you know, let's see where this is going. And, you know, can, when I first started this uh, radio hosting, which is now five years, um, you know, my first show was catastrophic. You know, it was like, should I ever do another one? Everything went wrong. And, you know, here I am five years later with uh, almost uh, collectively 1,800 shows under my belt on my own station. Um, I had no idea that it was going to be that big or we're going into ebooks and that we were going to be expanding the way we are. Um, I didn't have that vision for myself because it was possible. But what I did do is pay attention to how I felt, that inner voice, um, and that this was a story that was unfolding. In a way, it was writing itself, and all I needed to do was just follow the path and see where it took me. So it's great to have that projection of where we want to be, but sometimes if we can't see that far ahead, just look to your tomorrows. You know, what are you doing today that you're enjoying that you want to repeat tomorrow? Yeah. My point four is uh, begin with your end mind. And for me, this is just being clear what you're doing now because it's going to lead you to that next whatever it is in mm-hmm. your life. I can remember working for a company and uh, one lady said to me, where are you going to work next? And I thought, gosh, I've only just started here. <laughs> and <laughs> she said, well, it's really important because how you handle what you're doing now could greatly improve your chances in the next company. And she was so right. Yeah. So it's things like people I met are then this person could be really important for me, not only now, but in my next step, you know, and you would then shape that relationship differently. The that you had, the research you did, just everything was, you know, you recognized everything that you had was really important because it could serve you really well in that next stage of your journey. It tools in the toolkit to people in the Rolex, right? Yeah, yeah. Many people I'm doing business today are people I was doing business with 20, 30 years ago. So it just shows, you know, you can't ride roughshod over people because you think, oh, they're not important to me now. Because you never know, the people you trample on on the way up could be waiting to push you back down oh, on yes. your way up there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you're going to have those people that you're going to disagree with. Um, you know, people that you're just not comfortable, and that is okay. But always make sure that you uh, leave it on the higher note, so to speak. Because you want to do is make an enemy along the way. Yeah, yeah. Because some of those enemies, all they want to do is retaliation. That's what they live for. You want to feed that. <laughs> My uh, point number five in these uh, survival habits is to find a tribe and join it, ensuring you're surrounding yourself with people who will push you, make you accountable, and will commit to pulling you up to your next step. Yeah, um, that's that support I was talking about, you know, because when we encourage and accelerate each other, you know, when each other step, that encouragement, you know, gives us a permission and gives us energy and focus to, to take that next step. And it's really important, isn't it, to have that camaraderie and when we work collaboratively together supporting each other's businesses if they're the same we're all going to approach it differently and from a collaboration we actually build the sure of the whole so much more solidified than if we try to do everything on our own and build an ivory tower so those relationships are very very important aren't they and for me it's so important that you know your tribe mm. this morning i was having coffee with somebody and was saying to them are you really in my tribe and it took them back a bit because i said you know in i am woman it's a commitment to doing business together and also you committed to help me grow as I commit to help you grow. Mm-hmm. So I pass a lot of business to you, but you haven't passed any business to me. So are you really in my tribe? You know, are you just going to steal the bread off my table? Or are you going to come back and put some food on my table? And it took this person back because people don't realize they say they're part of a tribe. Yeah. 
Yes. But they're not. You know, they're takers. They're the givers. And if this tribe is all about giving and sharing and supporting one another, everyone has got to somehow get into that level of rapport where everyone's committed to doing the same. So this word tribe, you know, I think you have to choose your tribe carefully and be clear with people who are joining into your tribe. You know, it's almost like this is the culture here. These are the rules here. You know, mm. are you in or are you just going to wear a mask? Right. You know, and you know are you the take. real thing? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be willing to give and take. I mean, I certainly do find that here with, with the radio. You know, I support people. But, you know, where do I see that coming back? Um and, you know, after a while, it's like, okay, I'm not seeing any response here, you know, or reciprocation. And so, therefore, my energy goes somewhere else. And, you know, we've got to be careful if we allow that to happen because you never know when you actually need support. And that person could be the person is absolutely perfect for it. But because you gave them no support, in other words, you almost love them, um, you know, why would they? Right? Yeah. Why would they? They're going to be there amongst that tribe that is looking out for each other because it is that again that camaraderie and that support that helps um, each one of us grow safely um, you want to know that if uh, things are going wrong you can turn to your tribe and whether they're in this business or not the competition is out the uh, out the door and it's all about what can I do to help because that's really how the village grows strong and also if you're choosing a tribe being clear what they expect of you yeah Membership regulations, right? You know, can, <laughs> you know, if you know, when we, we with anything today, even like Facebook groups and things like this, everybody has a little blurb at the top there. This Facebook is for, so yeah. be clear what it's for. You know, when you're having your tribe, you know, I'd love to for us to collaborate. Let's look at the ways that we can help each other and what we expect from each other. Be upfront with it, because the worst yeah. thing is, is somebody say, "Oh, wait, I didn't know." Uh, if you know right from the word go, then you know what the expectations are. And That's if, right. And if you can't fulfill them and say, look, I can fulfill those, but don't count me in for that, then they know what to expect from you and not ask of you something you can't deliver. And for me, the bugbear is because I am so committed to women supporting other women in business. Whenever I buy anything, I'm looking for, is there a woman that can do this for me? If I'm mm -hmm. whatever product I'm buying you know is there a woman I can buy this from if there's a service I need is there a woman that provides this you know so when I'm, I'm constantly looking around because if all women did that and w women dominate the consumer market by 87 percent mm -hmm. if women started making proactive decisions by placing their business with other women we could actually change the whole map of women in business Yep. We could change the whole social structure of women anywhere in the world by proactively recognizing when we're making those purchasing decisions, we can be deciding somebody else's future or downfall. Yeah. And, and the thing about having women in business, um, it isn't just women supporting women, the trickle-down effect that is happening in society yeah. Um, in government, in, you know, positions of power. And, you know, I kind of I'm saying at the present moment with what's going on politically in the world, it's really time for Mama to step in, roll up her sleeves yeah. and say, uh-uh-uh, this behavior has got to go. Yeah. There's going and to be forget. some new rules here. <laughs> yeah. And we forget, you know, the innate skills we had. I can remember the first project management call I was sent on. I was only 30 years of age and I became manager of an enterprise center for women. And I got sent away for four days on this management course, uh, project management course. And I returned back and said to the CEO, I can do this anyway. Why did you send me on a course? And he said, well, what do you mean? You've never been a manager before. And I said, yeah, but I can, I can get people around the table for food all at the same time. And I will have bought that food, I will have resourced that food, and everyone would have arrived there, and it would be timely and within my budget. That's project management. It's just fancy words are put on things these days. Yeah. But they're common sense skills women already have, and they're using in the workplace. Yeah, because, you know, you get... Um and I'm sure you get this a lot um, in, in your organization, you know, women who've, who've raised the children, you know, now it's that they want to, you know, 
they can't go back into the mainstream business because maybe their age or the skills or something else but certainly yeah. they can take their skills and, and form their own business or join a small entrepreneurial business and sometimes you get women saying but you know what do I know um, you know I've been out of the mainstream so long well are you a parent you know are you a wife uh, you that means you manage the finances you know you you manage the structure of the home uh, the buying and the selling um, the discipline the you know everything that you bring into running a home have the same transferable skills that you can put into running a business that's right same things same things you know if you can negotiate with a young child to have the remote control for a TV <laughs> you can negotiate anything in the boardroom exactly <laughs> and sometimes in the boardroom it is <laughs> exactly like that give me that remote yes <laughs> bribery and corruption <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, go to the corner <laughs> well, <what do> you step? <laughs> and believe me sometimes you know like uh, for a while there I was in the males business um, in the last few years and I looked at it and I thought you know I haven't been in males business for quite a number of years and it hasn't changed much. It's still very much the insecurity is running the table. You know, um, I've got to puff myself up of my self-importance. And, uh, you know, God, haven't we come that yet? And, um, you know, right with women, yeah, they're insecure and, 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 and even on their feet initially. But once they get going, there's no holding a yeah. woman back. And uh, she's trying to get on with it. And I wonder, you know, going back to this notion of try, I wonder if social media is diluting people trying. Because instead of having quality relationships, quality discussions, quality meetings, people are almost saying, oh, I've got so much time in the day to almost do the people stuff via social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of that because obviously I'm running an online station, so I do a hell of a lot of online stuff. And I was actually becoming aware that I'm not seeing people. I'm not interacting, connecting with people. And I need to make a point of that because you kind of get kind of complacent and, and lost in your little world. And, yes. and you realize you're actually hungry for that. So um, as I'm going to be meeting you when I come to the UK um, yeah. and actually meet some of the people I've interviewed in the UK, which is going to be absolute delight for me. Um, I'm actually gathering all the people that I've interviewed here in Vancouver and having a function when I get back so everybody can meet and greet each other because they're my self-discovery radio tribe and I, they should meet each other so they can be there to support each other as well. Yeah. And so sometimes we have to step out of that. It's all too comfortable to do it online. I don't know. I have to, I have to go and join something, a meet-up or... Yeah. Uh, you know, um, a network or something to be physically interactive because it's all yeah. too easy to, to lose that way. And also I think it's important because when we're face-to-face -face with people, we're stepping into their lives mm -hmm. and we're, it's a two-way conversation as opposed to, you know, when we're online, we're almost throwing things at each other as opposed to sitting eyeball to eyeball to see somebody's perhaps colour in their face or disappointment in their voice, all that kind of stuff. We can say, what's really going on for you? How can I really help? You can't do that stuff via social media. Yeah. And a hug goes a long way. Yeah. It really does. And, and just looking behind what they're not saying. Yes. It's also that attention span. You know, are they there looking at you when you talk? Or are they talking looking elsewhere? Because then that shows yeah. you that they are um, not truly engaged with you. They've just got the gift of pretending to be engaged with you. Yeah. Right? And, and you've got and people like that. Yeah. And some Sometimes taking the time to say to somebody, you're really important to me. You're mm -hmm. really important to me and my business. You won't do that on social media. You'll just throw what you're doing at them as opposed to really being generous with, you know, feelings towards them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, it's, I think it's when people actually do meet you face to face and have that kind of picture, uh, you know, it becomes something that... Um, and in a kind of, you're rooting and solidifying the relationship more. Yeah. I have met people that I've interviewed and found them to be very different from that interview. And, um, and you know, it's kind of like the true colors come through. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes that physical meeting will kind of solidify, you know, part of the tribe, not part of the tribe. Uh, we're saying everything right on the interview, but when you actually meet, it's not there. 
so it is good to actually meet people yeah. for real yeah and and just see you know the color of who they really are yeah because so many people will say whatever they need to say to either win a piece of business from you or yeah. try and influence you uh, so for me when i'm with somebody i like to be present with them because i feel i'm a very spiritual being i'm lis- listening for signs you know channeling for information um you know listening for what's not being said because ultimately you genuinely want to help that person you're in front of but you can't do all that sort of stuff on social media no you have to kind of book a call if you can't physically see them you know have make them actually interact with them um mm-hmm. also doesn't it uh, i mean this is a, re- a big warning sign for people in business and and it's one of my little pet peeves you know obviously i have a radio station and pe- people will friend me oh you know i love what you're doing i know you'd love to interview me i've got a product well, you know, I'm not your advertising platform. If you've got something that's going to serve humanity, that's absolutely wonderful. But I'm free advertising for you. And yeah. so we've got to be careful when we're enthusiastic over something, whatever business we've chosen to do, that we're not invitational. And yeah. not take advantage of people just because they've got a platform. Um, yeah. There's a little decorum that needs to be had. Mm spot on there in I am woman every meeting we have three speakers and the three speakers are there to share their top tips not to promote their business Mm -hmm. it's very different isn't it when you're there to support and develop the people in front of you as opposed to telling um, telling them what you're selling them I can remember one person coming to a meeting and she actually said to somebody stand there I'm going to sell to you so we banned her. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're about. Right. I mean, you know, the thing is, is I want to get to know you before I do any business with you. Because if I like you and I find you authentic, then I'm more intrigued about what has got you so stoked for you to do yeah. a business in it. And if you've yeah. got us a service or a, tool or a product that serves me, hell, I'm going to support you. But first and foremost, and I think this is the big thing that people miss in business, is you're selling yourself first. And if you don't come across as real or authentic, why should anybody buy anything from you? I love working with women to connect them with their stories. It's almost like dot to dot, you know. And then once they understand their journey, they can see why they're so passionate about yes. doing what they do in business. And it's almost like as though you've joined up two electrical wires that were previously <laughs> disconnected. And suddenly they go that they have that aha moment. Oh, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And this is why it's so important to me. And then it's almost like as though they become turbocharged in their business. And they resonate on a totally different level because it's not all about you know, product, product, product. It's about this is why I'm so excited. You know, um, I'm about to step into something that normally I wouldn't step into at all um, because I have people trying to get me to sign up to things all the time. And I, I'm signing up to this particular product because I see the benefits so hugely on how it concerns all the coaches, all the therapists and all the medical people I've interviewed. It's a tool that's been wonderful for them or the individual. I uh, normally would not go down this road. But because I can see how it can um, merge and immerse in currently doing, it matches my existing passion. And I think this is we sometimes have to be careful of. There's such a good program or deal or, or something out there, and you think, well, that person's doing very well. They're making a lot of money. Why can't I? But if it doesn't match with your core values, your philosophy, your reason for doing, it becomes a disconnect. So whatever you do, it's got to be welded and woven into who you are, why you're doing what you're doing. And I think the economy has changed, you know. I think previously people could hide behind suits, mm-hmm. hide behind corporate identity, corporate branding. But it's almost like so people have changed. They just want to know, you know, what are you about, you know? Yeah. Can we connect here? Can we know, like, and trust one another? Can we do business? If we don't, you know, like and trust one another, we're going nowhere. And the authenticity comes over in somebody's voice, you know, yeah. their mannerisms, you know, and, and people remember how you treated them. They might forget what you were wearing, but they'll certainly remember how you treated them and how they felt when they walked away from you. Yes. And, you know, when it, when it ever does come to sales, because all business is sales in some form or at, when you choose to listen to your client or potential client, 
and then be able to produce something that can serve their needs, now they feel that you've truly listened to them. You are offering up a solution to a problem I have because you've listened to my problem. How many yeah. people come selling something? And it's like, well, have you even asked if this fits in my life or if this is even a need in my life? You know, yeah. and that kind of selling, I think, is be, you know, becoming very obsolete because seeing me, you know, a, a, a fridge when I live in, you know, an Eskimo tent, you know, <laughs> you just pay attention to my surroundings. Does it look like I need it? <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, gosh. My uh, tip number six is uh, know your numbers, your competitors' numbers, the numbers you need to master if, you're attain, if you are to attain your vision. So many people start up in business and they don't know their numbers. They don't even know how much it's going to cost to start up their business mm -hmm. and how many months they have to sustain themselves before they actually get any income in. And before you know it, they're backpedaling and they're going out of business before they've even started. So this number thing is really important you know a lot of people don't even know how much they should be charging for a, you know if they're providing a service you know what's your hourly rate why is that a, that hourly rate and you know it's you know it's great having all these ideas but people will run out of money before they run out of ideas and you know when it comes to this is a big one if, if you've got a service base what to charge because the thinking is well I'm new so I shouldn't charge as much as somebody that's been in the game for a while um, but then how do I raise my prices later if people are only coming to me because I'm cheaper so that's a huge one isn't it that's right and sometimes you know people forget that um, people who've been in business a long time have a lot of resources at their disposal so say for example if somebody comes to me I've been in business consultancy for 25 years they'll come to me and they say oh we need an appraisal review system in order to uh, to incentivize people working in the business, I can just pick one off the shelf that might have cost £15,000 to initially develop for somebody else. And so many years down the line, it's been improved and improved and improved. And my clients, I can just say, here you are, I've got one. You know, yeah. We don't have to reinvent the wheel anymore. Right. So much, the so many resources. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fundamentals are there. The fundamentals now are online, you know. Yeah. You can cost so much online. You can see what somebody else charges online. You know, for me, I think somebody setting up in business should know their competitors inside and out. They should know their competitors' game plan. They should know what they need to do to outsmart their competitors. And once they can understand what their competitors are doing, what their competitors are charging, you've just got to develop a winning strategy to overcome their competitors. I love Steve Redgrave when somebody said to him, how do you know when you're going to win? And he says, it's so easy. I just fill my competitors and I know if I just do one thing better than them, I'm going to win. Right. So basic, yeah. isn't it? You know, there's something else I think I'm going to add to this um, is presence. Um, you know, I'm, when I'm going to interview anyone, I'm going to their site. Um, you know, what, what presence do they have there? How clear cut and how can I understand what it is they're doing? And then, you know, I always pre-talk to someone before I interview them. Um, and when I speak to them, do they match the site? Um, you know, have they had a yeah. plan do their site? There's, there's nothing of them in it. Could that yeah. disconnect me feel distrustful? Yeah. Or is it there's something they've done themselves and it's really messy? And therefore, I'm not quite sure how well you can get through on your business. Um, you know, is your social media up to date? Um, you know, are you current in everything you do? Or have you got old po postings and old programs up there from last year? But that makes me think, well, you're not doing anything currently. So yeah. all the talk about, you know, the online presence of don't just rely on it. I think that we have, you know, that's our calling card. You know, having a video of who you are, it's a great introduction. Making sure your site represents you and what you're doing. Making sure yeah. it's easy to find the information is clearly there because that's the invitation. And without yeah. that, you could really lose to competitors that are, are doing it right. I can remember working with a company and we were asking for a grant and some loans to put a put together a funding package of about a million pounds. And uh, I worked with a company for six months involving them in building their business plan so they knew their numbers inside and out and we were just about to get the nod on having grant and the bank investment when legislation changed but because they knew their numbers 
inside and out. They could just take a totally different approach and they got their funding. But somebody who didn't know their numbers and know their approach would have been another six months trying to work yeah. out now what's the strategy. Now what's the strategy? So I think it's critical you just, just know your numbers. And if you can't get to grips with them, find somebody who can help you do that. Right. Because, I mean, I know I'm not a numbers at all. This is something you definitely have to reach out to people. You know, this is your weakness. Don't try and make it your strength. Uh, yeah. You know what your strengths are. This is where that collaboration comes in. This is where part of being a tribe comes in. Somebody else is very, very good at that numbers game. And you look to doing business with them. This is something I need help with. Uh, because if you try and do it yourself and frustrated, you're either going to walk away or do it wrong. And it's going to come back to bite you. Yeah. And that goes so, with any any part of your building of your business, right? Yeah. It could be everything to your business. Yeah. You do yeah. have to bring other people in to help you. Yeah, and I think consistency is so important, yeah. you know, because people are looking for you to be consistent, yeah. for them to know they can rely upon you. And I like the uh, visual of a Mars bar, you know. Wherever you cut through it, it tastes the same. Mm. And I think it goes back to people should be running their businesses. When people slice through... You know, whenever somebody comes to an Iron Woman meeting, it should be consistently the same quality as last meeting, if not better. Yeah. So consistency is so important. I think it makes people feel safe as well, that you're somebody they can do business with. Right. And, you know, consistency doesn't mean, um, well, it worked last year, so there's no need to tweak it. You know, it's constantly looking at how you can improve something. But again, it's back yeah. to those fundamentals, that platform, that foundation that, you know, people don't mind embracing something new as long as they know the structure is sound. Um, That's right. In, right. You know, in I Am Woman, last year we were, and right up until um, March this year, we very much depended upon people coming to the meetings, the masterclasses, and the coaching in order for them to work through our program of learning. Now that's going to be fully supported online with materials, resources, questionnaires, interviews. So we've improved that basic yeah. offering we had into uh, a, a transformed online program to support the face-to-face -face interaction, but it still has to have that same quality of consistency yes. with it. Yeah, because that's, you know, people have bought in to, yeah. to what you stand for, and they want to know that, that no matter which avenue they go down, that's what they're going to get. And, and this is why that authenticity of who you are and why doing it is your fundamental, is part of your That's building right. structure. Yeah, and people can even, when they read your material, they need to hear your voice. Yes. They need to know it's you. Yes. Yeah, you, don't, you want somebody to edit it, you know, uh, to a point, but not to a point where you completely have lost you in it. Um, That's right. Because otherwise it's like, uh, is she saying this or did she get someone else? That's you right. know? And uh, you want it to be kind of from the horse's mouth, even if it's just corrected along the way. Um, you know, cause I'm, I'm giggling. There was an instance where I was um, asked to do this uh, public presentation and I had somebody who was handling my social media for me. And uh, so I went up on the platform and gave this presentation. And I came back and sat by the table and the lady said to me, uh, who sat next to me, you've obviously got somebody doing your social media for you. She said, because I put up uh, a tweet saying, you know, oh, really enjoying your presentation, da, 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 da. And she said, before you sat down, somebody replied to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did it telepathically. <laughs> oh, gosh, caught out. Yes, exactly. And, and that is actually a huge point. You know, when we're talking about delegating and, and you know, um, having other people do your work, you know, for you, you really do have to make sure that they are honoring your voice. Even though she did it yes. before you you know, you sat down, you know, is it something you would say? Is it something you would do? Because you only need one wrong comment there and that could just set things, you know, cat amongst the pigeons. So. so my final um, habit that women need to master to stay in business is to understand their business in a global context mm -hmm. because the world now is so connected. So wherever you're running your business, connect anywhere in the world. So you need to understand at a global level where your business fits because when you see the global scope of how your business can expand, 
you're started differently, you're supported differently. It's almost thinking of it as a baby, you know, you will nurture it differently. I always ask people when they do their vision boards to think of their business as a baby and think about how they would nurture it and encourage it. You know, so many people start a business and if it was a baby, they leave baby in the corner or outside the shop or never go and see it, <laughs> never feed it, all this kind of stuff. Right. So for people to consider their business as having a global place and to connect globally, you know, we're connect- connecting globally now. Yes. You know, I'm here in, uh, in Wales in the UK and you're across the water and yet we're having this conversation yes. that will go out on a platform and reach people everywhere in the world. Precisely. And, and actually, yes, I've done actually recently quite a number of shows on uh, program building. And, you know, but I've got a program, you know, how can I put it online? Well, there are, you know, professional companies out there that can help your program online. You're still interactive, but what people are doing is doing kind of the basic programming. And then you kind of get together, you know, through some other medium where you then go over what that program is. or you, you know, take it to that next level. But a lot of ways, if you don't have that online presence today, um, you're not only denying yourself growth, but you're also, you know, limiting yourself quite considerably. Yeah, yeah. And also your customers travel. Yeah. So, for example, one of our founder members in our time woman um, moved to Jamaica. And um, we did some of together when she was here in the UK. So she's moved to Jamaica. We're now launching an online program. So she's going to be our first online member. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a member who's traveling from the UK to Jamaica during the period of the 28th of March when we're launching. So somebody's coming from Cardiff is going to meet that first online member in Jamaica and they're going to have lunch and Skype into our meeting on the 28th of March. Isn't that magical? Yes. Like, how crazy is that? I mean, that's the gift of the internet, you know. I mean, we curse it when it goes down and, and it has issues. <laughs> but it's it's made this world so much smaller. And the beauty of that is not only is it great for business, but it's also to show you that no matter what country we're in or how we choose to do things culturally, fundamentally we're all the same people looking for the same yeah. things in life and that we yeah. can help each other. And that's the point. We can help each other no matter what country we're in. We can inspire and we can invite no matter where a person is in the world. I get, you know, people... I know, it's wonderful. You get people, you know, know, Brazil. You know, I listen to that show and it's like, you know, fantastic. We're English. (laughs) They're not English speaking over there yet. They still listened and got something out of it. And it's... it's, um, That's another thing when you put it online. You have no idea where your clientele is going to come from. You know, the people that you're influencing. And that's the beauty of it, isn't it? And connections are so powerful. I can remember meeting two ladies online through Iron Woman. One lady was in Washington. One was in New York. I was traveling to, out to my sister's on holidays. Decided to meet up with both of them. So traveled to Washington first and then flew to New York. And realized that the two people I'd met were actually working with the same customer base. One was in uh, high-profile personal development. The other lady was doing um, uh, high-net-worth holidays. So I thought, hang on, you've got each other's customer base. So connected them, and then they both started working together, supporting right. and marketing one another. You know, And all that took was a connection. I, yeah, I, I mean, I love that. You know, it's a, um, I've just done a show with someone. You've got to meet somebody. You know what I mean? That's it. Listen to each other's shows. Section there. You know, I'm going to bring you to water. It's up to you whether you drink or not. But you know, you know it, don't you? You know, oh, you've got to meet somebody. And, and uh, it's wonderful to connect people and then see them go off doing things. Um, yeah. So that's a really cool thing. Um, and I think also, you know, uh, when you're in your own business, you want to protect, protect, protect. You know, it's my business. I want to protect it. I don't want somebody else stealing my ideas. I don't want, you know, if I share, they may go and take that. But the true collaboration is, and that's not kind of re- built there as a sisterhood. And, you know, that sisterhood is like, um, I'm in the same as you, but I'm going to do it with my flavor and my spice. And the clientele that's going to go to each of you is, is what their flavor base, their taste base is. So yeah. Yeah. don't be afraid to share. You know, don't be afraid to share. Yeah. So because that's important. 
and also sometimes you know it's really good to know who is in the same marketplace yeah. as yourself because what we tend to do within I Am Woman is to ask our members to start looking at how they could collaborate with one another so you might get somebody who does beauty makeovers working with somebody who provides wigs working with somebody who provides clothes an event management person and by pulling those together they can make magic happen because yeah. it's something that they could couldn't do without the collaboration of other people precisely precisely um you know I get people saying to me why are you interviewing somebody who has their own radio show well we're in the same business i'm going to support her or him and they're going to support me and it really if the bottom line is it's about getting the story out there yeah. getting the voice out there and you know if if i'm going to become protected over me and mine then i'm not going to get that story out there i'm going to live myself and the more that we're willing to work with each other and celebrate each other because again my style is different to somebody else's style um yeah. i'm you know there is a one size fits business is there and if you yeah. if you're not getting the business like why am i not getting that person that person doesn't resonate with you deal with the people that do resonate with you don't worry about those people that that aren't clicking they will go to someone else that they resonate with yeah yeah very powerful very very powerful you know it's about numbers and of course in a lot of business it's a numbers game it's a numbers game the more people you have in your rolodex right and you, you could have 5,000 20,000 5,000 followers you know uh, so what it's the people that are you know on that ground floor that you're interacting with and that you're building with those are the numbers you really want to count because those are the ones that are in action and sport with one another you know those that are floating there somewhere they're just until they participate yeah it's quality not quantity yeah exactly um and uh, you know i would say one person listening to a show but that one person's life has, has been changed for it hallelujah right one person more than before the show aired if more than fantastic and i think I think we're going back to that kind of thinking. Let me have an impact on the person I'm dealing with. That person will have an impact on the person they're dealing with. That domino effect will grow so much stronger with such better roots than kind of trying to build this big, huge bubble that could burst. That's right. And as we take our woman online you know we're all super excited about all the women we're going to meet yes you know it's not about numbers yeah. this is about unique stories that are yet to be told different yet cultures to be heard. yeah different cultures yeah. different experiences yeah. different different skills we're going to share um oh gosh you know different messages of how not to do things yes life lessons oh gosh you know just by opening up the portal of taking i'm woman as an online program across the world it's just super exciting i can't wait to start meeting all these new women yeah and and the thing is is opening up to the businesses they're doing and again you know you talk about somebody in makeup wigs and this and that but if you're looking at an online business you know i know with my online business i can do x y that's my auto is now they need the def and then ECG for the cases you then from from the people that are online oh I recommend you to this person and this person can help you there and that's the beauty of it because again we're not one size fits all we're not the answer to everything and when we know who could be um, that enhancement on what we're doing somebody that can be that next level for that person you're helping them take that journey to what we're trying to get to by being able to you know pass them on to people that can help them in that next stage that's right and add value at different stages yeah. of their development and diversity and we, yeah and even something basic like you know women giving each other discounts on what it is that you do right so you go out seeking this think oh i know she supports other women and i know she's going to offer a discount to me yeah yeah and then remembering you know who's done what either reciprocation or if you can't reciprocate because it's not quite what you need then maybe look to offering a referral um but it's you know that big huge word gratitude you know that's the positive attitude we need to have and it needs to be based in gratitude totally totally i think it's so important every day we wake up you know to great grief as opposed to what we don't have and i love Mm -hmm. the 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 piece that wayne dyer used to speak about he said you know before you go to bed you need to to review the beautiful things you've achieved that day and review the beautiful things that you're going to be achieving the next day. Yet we tend to go to bed all screwed up. Yes. 
thinking about all the things we haven't done and anything's not up, is it? That's almost like no. pulling the bar out of us before we go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and I, I interviewed this wonderful little girl. She was only nine at the time, now the big number 10. And she wrote a book called 365 Days of Gratitude with a Positive Attitude. And when I interviewed her, I kind of expected I was going to change the way I was going to interview. I was blown away at her articulation. But more importantly, the simplicity. You know, it's matter of fact, simple. Well, if you just did it this way, so there's gratitude. And we get so much in our own way, you know, kind of over-educated, high-faluted, complex, why don't we just simplify? Yeah. And when we simplify, yes. there are those answers, there is gratitude, there is our solution. So sometimes we need to get out of our own way. It was so funny, this week we had an I'm Woman meeting and we had three amazing speakers. Uh, one of the ladies never spoke before and, and um, she came from um, at the beauty industry. And so when we had a lot of professional actors in the audience that see themselves as business, and that's why they've joined I Am Woman. And when we did the round robin afterwards, I would say 75% of the audience remembered the, the young girl who just told her story from that authentic mm -hmm. place, telling a simple story, but in such a powerful way, because it was her story. Yes. It was her story. And she just said things in such a simple, matter-of-fact way. And even the two professional actors in the audience said, your message was so powerful because you told it in such a vulnerable, honest way. Yet, because these days in business, people get so set up to act to do yeah. everything. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, step into a persona they think people want rather than being their true selves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very refreshing when we know... Um, and sometimes too, you know, I've met people where I really do celebrate what you do. And then I meet them and I just, you know, I'm looking just for a connection. Are you part of my tribe? You know, it's a question of how can I serve you and how can you serve mine? Is there a friendship there? Because you never yeah. know how it's going to work. And it's interesting with some people, it's like, well, no, you don't serve me right now. I'm too busy. Uh, and you go, okay, if you can't be friends with me and you can only look at me as a business asset or non-asset, then clearly yeah. that's not part of my tribe. And, you know, yeah. that's, um, again, it comes down to that realism, isn't it? Yeah. And somebody knowing where the, you know, where you stand with somebody when they are their authentic self, because it might be not the person you want to be with or be or have in your tribe. Yes, exactly. Um, you can celebrate what people do. don't always have to celebrate the way they do it or who they are, you know, just that's respect. True. That's your style. It's not my style. Um, you know, I'm going to stick with the people that um, I resonate with. And you don't have to be bosom buddies with everybody. you just got to respect those different styles, right? You're right. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So you've got this online program coming up. Um, when And it launches when? On the 28th of March. Wonderful. How apropos is this, uh, the day you are. And uh, how are people going to sign up for that? What, uh, what kind of program are you going to be offering? So what do they expect? What it, it's a really it's almost like we've been waiting for this program a long time as well. It's almost like we've been birthing this a long time because it's the first online program where it covers so many facets that connect with women when they're in business. So we have 11 topics that starts with to storytelling. And within each topic, women have the opportunity to explore their childhood sabotages that affect them running their business. Within that same topic, how they can develop themselves and how can they develop their business within this field. And then the, uh, the final piece is how that connects with them developing a business plan or an aspect of their business plan. So after they finish the whole program, they will have a completed business plan, but also they would have developed um, strategies for dealing with childhood sabotages and childhood um, stigmas and the behaviors that extend from the programs they've had yeah. they will have developed themselves as a human being and they will have developed their business you know i love that saying our businesses only grow as fast as we do yeah. so this program develops people as an individual and develops as a business but also puts in place for them their plans for their future and this program can be delivered totally online or consorted by people attending our master classes and our live meetings that will be 
happening throughout the UK. Um, it'll be supported online via different Facebook groups and from Skype to one-to-one coaching. So it's a complete package of support for women, whether they're starting up in business, growing a business, being totally challenged by their business. So it's super exciting and uh, is is going online on the 28th of March. So um, we're probably going to make lots of mistakes as uh, as we uh, develop different aspects of the programme. But I think that's, as you say, you know, we might begin with the end in mind, but we will take some scenic routes along the way because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of tips around doing things using social media platforms that we can benefit from. And the whole programme has all been accredited by the Institute of Leadership and management so women you know can come to meetings come to master classes can get coding can have this whole online program but also get a certificate at the end of it might be the very thing that gets them their next job yeah or just opens their eye to another qualification or just solves a business problem and and creates another product offering for them or it becomes that validation for their business you know, and that's um, mm. also very important for some people. I want to know what accreditation, what validation you've got there, um, you know, before I do business with you, because each person looks for something different, you know, when they go to a business. So, um, yeah, and the, you know, the, the trials and the tribulations, that's the thing about it. Do not smooth sales. When you're going out there, you're going to hit some gales and you're going to hit some lull time when there's no wind at all. Um, and you've just basically what you want to do is learn the skills and the techniques of how to manage those things when they happen. You can't stop them from happening, but if you've got the right tools in the toolkit, uh, then you know exactly what to do at that time and not, you know, um, spaz out. (laughs) The Spire program is already built upon award research that I've been involved in. So it's just now taking this out there and to see women using the tools and techniques and the opportunities and program and as the program grows we'll be sharing more of the stories from the women who've you know either picked up on a technique or told their story or had a resource to add so this is very much an evolving program that will be developed by our members as they're involved in our learning yes and you know that's part of you expanding your brand you know realizing that uh, you can only serve your community so far and that now you need to expand your brand so that it reaches more tribes and more community elsewhere, bringing them into the fold. And that's why it's so important to put an online program out there, an online presence, because it really does invite more people and it allows your business to expand and uh, just reach more people. And, yeah, and we're all super excited. Mm-hmm. It's almost like so we can't wait for the 28th. It's almost like, and then you think to yourself, oh, I hope someday. You can imagine your computer exploding on your yeah. desk. You know? <laughs> Don't as do I, this to me. <laughs> I know. It's like, as I said, my first show, everything went wrong. I pressed the wrong buttons. Everything went wrong, you know, and it's like, do you want to continue with this? Well, it has to get better, doesn't it? And then because, of course, it's Internet, things going down end up having guests carrying on and I've been dropped or they've been dropped and I'm talking to thin air. You know, those are the things that you just take a deep breath and go, oh, it, it happens. It's part of the yeah. nature. And, uh, you know, and another thing, don't sweat things when they go wrong. Best thing to do is own them. Sorry, this happened. You know, quite honestly, shit happens. It's just knowing how to deal with it. If you spaz out, you're only going to get the other person to spaz out. So take a deep breath, apologize, but that's life. And I always say, you know, shit, when it dries, you can't get it off. So shit happens, get rid of it fast. And move yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> Don't ignore it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's uh, been an absolute delight to have you again. I know that you've had a, a, a real tumultuous journey yourself this year with lots of things happening in your own personal life. But you decided to, to you know, pour yourself into the love of women and the love of building that community and that tribe and you know igniting the light and the fire in them and showing them ways so that they can be all meant to be so thank you for being so dedicated my pleasure and thank you very much for inviting me it's been a delight loved it always a delight to have you now how do people sign up for the program how do they join um, I am woman organization I like www.iamwoman.biz and um, they can um, 
go on to our membership page there and find out all the lovely things about our membership. They can give me a call. Uh, I'm on 07581 Sometimes it's just nice to chat to somebody about, you know, where you're at and where, what your goals are and where you want to go. Or you can drop me an email, info at iamwoman.biz, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Well, that's wonderful. And it's so good to see, you know, women supporting women because really, you know, we are that solution that the world needs right now. A little common sense, a little practicality, a great deal of enthusiasm and a lot of camaraderie. And we're just going to get this world sorted out. So <laughs> and we're going to do it together and we're going to do it through business. So Yeah, and we're going to build an awesome tribe of women out there who are going to dominate this consumer market by placing their business with other women. Yes. And we're going to see social transformation out there of women and in the business community and that doesn't mean you're abstaining the men from it it's just that it's a women-led based business as opposed to a men in man-based led uh, business so you know you're not uh, ostracizing the men but you are supporting the women which then invites the men to kind of join women on their own level their own resonance right. um, it's so, a positive action to yeah help other women who are could be starting up growing being challenged support another woman out there and you can you know you can change a home you can change your life you can change the upbringing of children you can change a community ultimately we can change the world a hundred percent a hundred percent uh we are that all inspiring and or you know awesome um you know we've just got a lot of awesomeness and it is our time to kind of step up and uh we're not doing it by burning our bras or, you know, pitchforks or righteousness. We're doing it by being productive uh, in a positive fashion that serves our communities and makes them stronger. And in doing so, starts having that wonderful ripple effect of, uh, you know, use sense that goes out to the rest of the world. So step into your, your business, step into your, your own authenticity. Uh, the world needs you, right? Wonderful. Wonderful. So um, it's iamwoman.biz, that's not dot com, that's it. Uh, dot biz. Dot biz. Uh, go to the membership, uh, email at info at iamwoman.biz to ask any questions. Yep. Um, see yep. if sign program is for you um, and uh, you know, get all the information that you need to, to see how it can help you. And if you're in the vicinity, you know, um, go and join physically you know, the programs that she's doing there and get to meet some of the other members um, because the more we stick together, the stronger we are. So... Thank you so much, love, for being with us again today. Sarah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. And to everyone else out there, remember, you are as empowering and as powerful as you want to be. Step into your beautiful divine self because the world needs you. Until next time, bye for now.